Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Mind Sex, where all freaks are welcomed. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about comfort zones. So we're going to start off defining what a comfort zone is, which is a psychological state in which things feel familiar to a person and they are at ease and in control of their environment, experiencing low levels of anxiety and stress. All right, so that definition was pretty long, so we're going to break it down. We're going to chop it up into baby chunks. So pretty much a comfort zone is something that we're familiar with. It's a routine. We know what we're going to get, right, when we put something out. Whatever whatever energy we put out, we know exactly what we're going to get. And what I mean by the energy that we put out, meaning um, your routine, when you wake up, when you go to work, um, you ex- you know exactly what to expect out of your day. There's nothing out of the ordinary, right? So your levels of stress and anxiety are extremely low because there's nothing unexpected that's going to happen that you can't handle. This is familiar territory. This is something that you do without even really thinking about with with any effort, to be honest, right? So today's podcast, we're going to be talking about comfort zones and also what we think of as danger zones. When When we come out of our comfort zone, our minds and our body kind of experience it as if it's a danger zone. And it's really not dangerous. It's just new territory. And we just kind of have to work through it. So we're going to break this podcast into three sections. We're going to talk about what a comfort zone is broken down in a few, in a few more steps. Why, when we want change, being in a comfort zone isn't ideal. That being in a comfort zone, when we need to experience change is something that's not good. And then also how to get comfortable with being uncomfortable outside of our comfort zone, right? So those are the three things that we're going to, that we're definitely going to be going over today. And hopefully, um, maybe this is something that, that will be extremely helpful for you that you feel like you're in a comfort zone and you want change. And, but you just, you know, you feel like you're stuck. You're in a rut. You don't know what steps you should take. When we want change, we feel like change should be something that's immediate and it needs to happen with drastic steps or a drastic transformation. Um, You know, we just kind of like spin around in a circle and it's just like, oh, my gosh, I'm a different me. Wow. We don't live in a cartoon world. This isn't cartoon. This is reality. Okay, which it would be great if we could do that. Then, yeah, then I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast. I probably be living in my princess castle and whatever, right? Wouldn't we all? But anyway, so here we go. Boom. First, what is the comfort zone? We already defined it, but I'm going to break it down even more. A comfort zone is a zone that holds us back from reaching our full potential, right? So let's say, for instance, you want to go and pursue a new career, right? But, or, or it doesn't even have to be a career. It could just be... I don't know, maybe you want to, I don't know, write a poem. I don't want to just say anything so drastic because I feel like, you know, using examples that are so transformative is sometimes isn't, not that it's not realistic, but there's a lot, there's a lot of smaller steps that we could take that could create small change. So boom, we're going to just take it. We're going to do baby steps, little baby steps, little infant steps, right? So let's say you think you're not a good writer, right? And there's a poetry contest that you want to enter. And you're like, man, I'm really not that great in poetry, right? So, um, but I've always wanted to write a great poem, right? So 
because you've never written a poem or you have written a poem, but you never thought that they were any good, you hold yourself back from actually being the poet that you want to be, right? So like I said, we're just going to do baby steps, right? We're going to use small little examples. When all you really have to do to become a great poem, or a, I mean, a great poet with a great poem, is just start. It's as simple as that. Just start. Just write. Don't think about it. I think when we overthink, that's when we self-sabotage. We have to stop overthinking. Just write. Just write. And whatever comes out, comes out. Let it flow. Let your mind declutter itself. Let it get rid of all the muck that's in there and just let it flow. Just let it go. Let it flow. Let it go. Let it flow. Let it go. I feel like that's the song, but if it's not, I just made it up just now. But anyway, it sounded good. It felt good when I said it, but, um, but yeah, you know, just let it go. Let it flow. And that could go for anything. You know, it's just about just trying, just starting and just moving forward, you know? And to be honest, you never know, oh, okay, being a poet will then all of a sudden make you become a great author, you know, where it's like, all right, maybe poems, you know, writing a poem isn't my forte. You know, I'm not really good with the whole flow and, you know, really can get in touch with, I don't know, with my feelings or my emotions. Cause I actually just went to a poetry, um, spot the other day. I went to the New York Poets Cafe on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. These poets, man, when I tell you they get deep, they get deep. Like, I was just like, damn. Right. So let's say you're not that great of a poet, right? But you, again, like you start writing and you enter into this poem contest and fine, you don't get it, but you just keep trying, keep trying. But then eventually you realize, you know what? I want to write a book. And then bam, you become the best, you know, New York Times bestselling author, right? Because to write a book, there doesn't have to be any type of, I mean, there definitely does have to be a, a connection with the reader and the writer. You know, there has to be that emotion, that connection that um that brings you guys together. But it doesn't have to be something where I feel like with poems, it's like a rhyme and a flow. It's you know, so you never know. We have to, I feel like, like I said, the comfort zone, when we don't come out of that, we hold ourselves back from our full potential. And yo, when you, st- when you try something new, how does it make you feel? Like, think about that. Like, doesn't it make you feel like, like you're actually living life? Like when you do something different, you're like, wow, like I just did something different today. And then it starts me. It starts to make you think, what else can I do that I've been holding myself back from? Or, yeah, what else have I been doing that I've been hold, holding myself back from actually doing and experiencing? There, like, there's an endless possibility. A, a poss- there's endless possibilities of things that we could actually try. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. We don't have to skydive. We don't have to bungee jump. We don't have to, you know, sing opera in front of millions of people, you know, I mean, I don't even think the Lincoln Center holds millions of people, but you get what I'm saying. Just large crowds of people. It's just baby steps, just baby steps for us to reach our full potential, right? We have to at least just start, just start, right? So again, 
The first one was our comfort zone. It holds us back from reaching our full potential. All you have to do is just start. Also, when we're in our comfort zone, I feel like the reason why we don't get out of our comfort zone is because we're worried about what what other people are thinking. We're worried about what other people are going to say, right? I don't know about your family, but my family is extremely supportive. Um, And, you know, whenever there's anything new that I want to try or I want to venture out to, they're very, very, very supportive. Even if it's something that they might not understand or they might not get, they're still supportive because they say, you know what, this is something that you want to do. Go ahead and try it, right? And even if, let's say, you don't have family members that are supportive, find a group of people that, you know, that could be your support team, right? Maybe you have some friends or that one friend, whatever it is. I don't know how large or small your circle of friends are, but get in contact with that friend and just, just express to them what it is that you want to do. You know, get that encouragement from them. Let's not worry too much about what other people think. Because people, when we worry too much about what other people think, again, that's going to keep us in our comfort zone and we're just going to continuously be scared. And the next thing you know, you're going to be like 65 and be like, yo, what the hell did I do with my life? Yo, I was really worrying about what, what homegirl or what homeboy said. And then it's like, then you really take a look at their lives. You really observe and analyze their lives. I'm like, yo, they they were in no position to judge me or to say anything about my life. So then now it's like at 65 years old, now you're like, well, then why the hell did I can in the first place? Exactly. Don't care about what anybody else says because you're the only one that lives your life. Right. Nobody else knows the passion, the desire, the dream that you have. But you you're the only one that feels that the only one. So go with that. Don't we have to stop worrying about what other people think, because that's another thing that's going to keep us in our comfort zone. And we don't want that. We want change. We want to transform. We want to go from that caterpillar to that butterfly. Right. So stop worrying about what other people think. Also, another one, another point that I make is <clears throat> within the comfort zone, the reason why we stay in the comfort zone is because we're scared of failure. We're scared that if we change our routine, we're scared if we take on something new that we truly want to do, we're scared that we're going to fail. We're scared that we're not talented enough. We're scared that we're not beautiful enough. We're scared that, I don't know, those are the only two things that I could come up with. (laughs) I know there's a bunch more. But again, we're just scared of failure. Me, I've always had conversations with people and I said, our, our fear of failure definitely comes from our adolescence, from when we were extremely young. Right. We we go into school and they automatically grade us. They grade us. And it's either, let's say, depending on what grade you're in, it's either an eight and an A to F or a 65 to to 100. Right. So they have all these 
all these uh, learning metrics that they follow to then determine where we fall in line, to determine how successful we're going to be, to determine how smart we are, to determine what class we're going to be, to determine our peers. So all along, throughout our years of, of growth, our years of adolescence, they've been, in a sense, um, they've been programming us. And they've been making the decision for us. They've been telling us how smart we are. They've been telling us who our friends are. They've been telling us who we are, period. No, not anymore. Because let me tell you something, it was bullshit. Bullshit. Because if they ever consider that, maybe that teacher wasn't that great of a teacher. That they ever consider that not every child learns, this, learns the same. Did they ever consider that maybe this, this curriculum is so outdated that it's, you know what I'm saying? We need to throw it out and we need to incorporate new, new things, new, new educational tools. Did they ever consider that? Of course not. So then now we grow up in this, in this society where we're like, oh, all right, well, I can't be smart because, you know, I, I was in whatever classes you were in, right? And this was my average. But there's a talent. There is a, an, an innate talent that you have, a built-in talent, a built-in skill. We all have it, but we have to just tap into it and we have to figure out what it is. We all have it. And you have to know that you're worthy of greatness. And so what happens is we become, we, we get scared to fail. We get into these jobs where like, oh my gosh, I don't want my boss to scream at me because then if he screams at me, then I'm going to get fired. And, you know, and then it just creates this, this anxiety, right? So we want to stay in our comfort zone to reduce our stress, to reduce our anxiety, because we want to stay comfort. We want to stay comfortable. We don't want to shake up anything. Nah. Mm -mm, that's not living. That's living scared. That's not living life to the fullest. That's living scared. That's living safe. Why, why, why do we want to live like that? Right? It says here, there's a quote here, and it says that the author is unknown. It says, we tiptoe through life hoping to safely make it to death. What? Like, let me read that again. We tiptoe through life hoping to safely make it to death. It's just like, how, like we, how are we making it safely to death? Like, yo, it's like, yo, let, let's live dangerously. Let's get out of our comfort zone and let's get into that danger zone and let's live dangerously because we're going to die anyway, right? So why not live it to the fullest? Why not take these risks? Why not do what we need to do to be happy? And yeah, struggle, depending on what that struggle is for everybody, it's going to be hard. But at the end of it, you persevere, you strengthen yourself, you harden yourself, and you push through. So we have to get rid of all these old thought patterns that were, that were programmed in us. And we have to reprogram our minds 
to believe that we're worthy and that we're able. And you know that you're worthy and you're able. So get in tune with what your natural what your natural talent is. Just think about what someone says, like, wow, like you're a natural at whatever it is, right? You're a natural at writing, you're a natural at singing, you're a natural at dancing. You're natural at writing. People always say I'm natural at writing. So people always come up to me like my mom, some of my friends. They're like, oh, Jennifer, can you help me write this thing? Um, can you review my, I don't know, my writings, my scriptings, whatever it is, right? And so that's a natural, one of my natural skills. I mean, you can have many skills. I mean, I love to dance. I wanted to be a choreographer one time, right? But it just didn't happen because... I didn't want to take ballet classes and, and uh, break my toenails. Like, and I'm desperate when I say that. I didn't want to do that. Who knows? I could have been the next freaking Misty Copeland, right? I could have been right beside a Misty Copeland and Jennifer Cortez. Wow, taking over the world. But anyway, right? So we have to be we have to stop being scared of failure. Failure is okay. Failure teaches you what doesn't work. That's what we have to see failure as. You know what? It's not even fair. This is just teaching me what doesn't work. And now I know what not to do next time. Now let's try something else. There's a quote from Thomas Edison that he says, it's not that, um, damn it, what is it? I have it in my phone. So I'm going to paraphrase, but it's from Thomas Edison. But it goes something like, it wasn't that I failed a thousand times before um, I created electricity or I lit a light bulb. It was that I just learned a thousand ways that didn't work. That was it, right? So we have to change our mindset and see failure as something that is teaching us something, as teaching us that, you know what, this doesn't work. So I'm going to stop doing that. Not to say that, oh, you know what, I'm a failure. No, you're not a failure because you know what, when you're still stepping out of something to do something, that's you pushing yourself. That's you wanting to be the best you. That's you wanting to get in touch with yourself, right? So our comfort zones, they hold us back from reaching our full potential. We have It makes us worried about what other people think, and it makes us scared of failure. We have to stop all of that, okay? So now we're going to move on to the next thing, right? Why it's not good when you want to change to be in your comfort zone, right? So when we want to change our lives, whatever that may look like to you, right? What happens is the reason why it's not good, or not to say what happens, but why it's something that isn't, that's not ideal when you want change. When when you want to change, the reason why it's not good to stay in your comfort zone is because then you're never going to experience change if you stay in your comfort zone. You're just going to continue to get the same of what you're already getting, right? You're going to do the same thing over and over and over that isn't working for you, right? So that's one, right? Then two, you're going to stay unsatisfied with whatever results you're getting in your life, right? And then three, you're just not going to change, right? So if you stay in your comfort zone and you want change, 
it's not good to stay in your comfort zone because you're not going to change. How can you change? Like change is you change your whatever you're familiar with. You change your routine. You change whatever that change looks like to you, right? You change your wardrobe. You change. It doesn't have to be routine. You could change your wardrobe and look like a completely different person. Who do you want to be? Right? You want change in your life. You want to. So you need to get out of your comfort zone. You need to get out of wearing those, you know what I'm saying, those those baggy pants and those big shirts, right? And, you know, and you're a woman. Let's just say, right, we're going to use a woman, for example, right? You want to attract a certain mate or you want, let's say you want to be taken seriously in the workplace, but you wear this, these baggy, yeah, like baggy outfits, you know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be jeans because I know immediately everybody thought about jeans like back in the 90s, the TLC, because definitely I'm not going to lie. That's what I thought about as I was talking. But you could also wear like baggy dress pants, you know, like pants that are really that are long, that fit you lengthwise, but they're still really big width wide, width wise. Right. Well, like these big jackets, because you're just kind of like, oh, you know, I don't want to be taken advantage of. You know, I don't want to be. um womanized, right? So then you just cover yourself up. So if you don't change your wardrobe, you're just not going to get what it is that you want to check. Nobody's going to take you seriously, probably. People are just going to make fun of you. Whatever the case may be, it's not that you have to care about that, but it's more about what it is that you want. What results do you want out of your life, right? So it's not good to stay in your comfort zone when you want change, like I said, because then you're just going to continuously live this unsatisfied life. Again, who wants to be 65 and look back and be like, damn, what did I do? Nothing. I didn't do a damn thing. And it's not that like to do something drastic, you have to become a whore. You have to have threesomes. You got to do all this crazy stuff. Nobody's saying that. I mean, if that's your life and that's what you want to do, cool. But nobody's saying that. I'm not taking it that drastic but maybe you want to travel maybe you want to I don't know like I said you want to you know write poems so just write a poem and enter into the contest or submit it to somebody whatever it is submit it to somebody anonymously right that'll be cute have like a secret be somebody's like you know secret admirer and have like a, like you could be like a secret poet, like how Banksy is. Nobody's ever seen this man before. But his artwork is is the most expensive, is, is, is up there. And everybody's like, who is this man? Maybe you could be that like anonymous poet, right? Where it's like, I didn't want anybody to know who I was because I thought my, my words were trash. And then it's like, next thing you know, it's like, whoa, who is this person? I want to know who they are. And it's like, bam, you're the world's best poet. So again, it's not good to stay in your comfort zone when you want change because you're just going to keep getting the same results that you want. You have to change. You have to change your routine. It doesn't have to be drastic change, but you just have to change something. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right? There's... There's also this other saying in the book that, I, that I'm reading um, called You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Sincero. 
she says in it that she says, we've made being in fear a habit. So let me say this again. We've made being in fear a habit. You know what that means? Well, the way that I interpret it is that we make excuses for why we stay in our comfort zones. That's all it boils down to. It's just excuses. It's not that we can't do it. We were born with gifts. We were born with the ability to, to, to be who we, truly, who we truly are supposed to be. Think about when you were younger. Were you ever scared to do anything? You jumped off the top of, of the bed and you're like, oh my gosh, I could fly and boom. You, there was no hesitation in your mind that you could fly. Knowing damn well you had no wings on you, but you thought your arms spread out wide was going to somehow safe keep you from falling flat on your face, right? And then, pew, you fly off the bed, and hopefully you're going to fall flat on your face, but you landed on your legs or your knees or whatever it is, and you're just like, oh, all right, my knees are scraped up, so I can't fly. But then that didn't stop you from doing something else that you probably, you know, knew that you, not that you couldn't do it, but that, that didn't stop you from just continuously doing something and have this fearless attitude. We've let our imagination fade to something that's so non-existent. That's something that's out of our reach. That's unattainable. It's not something that we could pick up at the store. It never was and it never will be. Because it's something that we're born with. It's something that's in us. And we got to get back to that reality. I will forever be a kid to the day I die. Like, yes, I will grow up with age and responsibility. But that little kid in me will always be there. Imagination, creativity, laughter, fun. That's what life is about. At what age do we lose all of that? Let's get back to that. Let's get back to being who we're supposed to be. Right? So now, last but not least, how to get comfortable being uncomfortable. How to get comfortable with being outside of our comfort zone. How to be comfortable in the danger zone. Right? Woo! The danger zone. It's really not dangerous. But we think it's dangerous because our brain alerts us like, bam, 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 bam. what is this? Oh, my gosh. Help me. Help me. You know what I'm saying? Put in the SOS signs out and see. Ship out see or, or save out whatever the SOS stands for. I think it's ship out see, right? It's like you're calling out for help. Like, oh, my gosh, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what's going on here. I'm not used to this. This is new territory. Help me. It's just like, just chill, relax. I mean, feel what you feel. It's okay to feel what you feel. But know that that feeling will pass. And that then you'll recollect yourself, you'll recollect your mind, and gain control. Because the reason why you're out of your comfort zone and in the supposed danger zone is because you want change. You want something different. You know that you're worthy of something better. You're worthy of something greater. And you are greater. So, 
just some steps that we could take to being comfortable. And like I said, it doesn't have to be anything big, like big steps. You know, it could be something small. Like I said, baby chunks, right? So the first one is, like I've been saying throughout here, taking small steps. Small steps. Change is scary, most definitely. Change is extremely scary. It's scary for everybody. But the thing is that those people that change, their desire and their want for better oversees their fear. We have to stop making excuses for ourselves. We have to not make fear a habit anymore. Let's rid it. Let's rid it out of our lives. Let's put our let's put our boxing gloves on and now let's fight for our lives. Let's fight for the life that we deserve. Let's fight for the life that we want. And yeah, it might not happen tomorrow, but it'll happen eventually. And it's little things. You don't have to enjoy life in a year from now or a week from now. Why not enjoy it right now at this moment? Right? Just take those small steps for change. And it could be as simple as you want to change your routine up, walk in a different direction. Obviously, let it be in a safe direction. Don't, you know, I don't know why we say that. Why do we always think if somebody walks in a different direction that it's always a bad neighborhood? Why does everybody live in bad neighborhoods? Not everybody lives in bad neighborhoods. But, and even if you do, there's always alternate routes, right? To see something different, experience something, experience something different, right? So just small steps to change. Another thing is you could get a mentor or speak to a friend that you trust to help you, right? There's a lot of people out there, mentors, life coaches, that they're starting out, that they want clients, that they want people to do testimonials Um that they want people to offer them testimonies, right? Testimonials and so forth. So look for that. Look for some free life coaching, even if it's for a small trial. And maybe even after that, they could even offer you a deal, something that's really affordable. So that's an option, right? Something to help you to get out of your comfort zone and be comfortable in the danger zone. The danger zone is where all the fun is at. The danger zone is where change happens. The danger zone is where everybody wants to be. You don't want to be like everybody else anymore. You don't. You never wanted to be like everybody else. And you know what? You're not like everybody else. You're you. And that's what makes you unique. Right? So, like I said, find a coach or somebody that could advise you, that could guide you, help you filter out your thoughts. Another thing that you could do is, since we have the internet they have all these these groups online. So I'm a part of a lot of women's entrepreneur groups, a lot of women business, um, women-based groups. So yeah, find something, whatever your interest is in, whatever your hobby is in, there's a group out there. Go up, go on to um, meetup.com. They have a lot of groups that that they have where people just kind of join up with each other. So if you like to hike. There'll be people, there's groups for that. Whatever it is, just start. Like I said, start. Type it up, add yourself to the group, and just start having conversations with people. And slowly but shortly, the next thing you know, your life, you look back at your life and like, wow, how the hell did this happen? It's what's called compound interest, right? 
I learned this from Sam Ovens, and I think I had mentioned this in a previous podcast. Sam Ovens from this uh, consulting training program that I was in, he said compound interest is something that we do little by little by little, right? And it's something that we could do every single day. It's just these little actions that we do on a daily basis, right? Nothing big, nothing major. But these little steps transform into big change. So if you do something different or whatever that change is, right, and you you have that a part of your life on a daily basis, in a year from now, it's like, you're like, wow, how different that is. Now I'm comfortable with that. It's because of that compound interest. You invested that time, that small amount of time into that change. And then next thing you know, we're all those little changes that you made throughout the day collectively, it makes this huge impact on your life. So just small steps. Reach out to a mentor or life coach to help you filter yourself out or to filter your thoughts out and to help you organize your life and what is it you want to help you get out of your comfort zone to reach your full potential. There's help out there, people. There's help. There really is. And... Connecting with with groups and people that that are interested in the same thing. Last but not least, believe in yourself. Let me say that again. Believe in yourself. Believe that you could do it. Believe that you could be who you want to be. Believe that you're worthy of the life that you want. A comfort zone is cool. It's safe. Obviously, it's comfortable. But it doesn't get you where you want to be. I say this. Get comfortable being outside of your comfort zone. When you reach that point where you want to be, you'll get comfortable there as well. But then there'll always be something that we want to work towards. There'll always be a new challenge. There'll always be something right around the corner. And all you have to do is just look back and say, you know what? I made it this far. And now I have the tools and the skills to know how to move past my fear. Because fear, I don't want that to be a habit in my life. I don't want to be 65 and look back and be like, I didn't do nothing with my damn life. I want to know that I live my life to the fullest. I want to know that I did the best that I could. I want to know that I made a difference. Reprogram your mindset for success. Reprogram your mindset for love. Reprogram your mindset for transformation. Reprogram your mindset for for happiness, for progress. Reprogram your mindset knowing that you are worthy. Reprogram your mindset that you matter. Reprogram your mindset that it will happen and that the time is now. So let's get out of our comfort zone and let's be comfortable with being uncomfortable. All right, guys, this is the end of the podcast. I'll speak with you soon. Peace.